This is an excerpt from my story, Down with the Sickness. A figure dressed in black walked down the dimly lit alley, staying in the darkest shadows. Several feet behind, a man crept along and pulled a gun from his pocket. He lunged for the person in black, but found himself holding only a jacket, not his would-be victim. Cursing, he looked around, and something flashed in front of him. He tried to speak, but gurgled instead, blood spurting from the fresh gash on his throat. Visit MythMart at www.mythmart.com. And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. and welcome this is my public life as an american nerd i'm kevin and joining me today is eli of course my son how you doing man good how are you i'm doing good i don't even know why i ask you anymore we live in the same house i know exactly what you did all day Mm -hmm. i know exactly how you're feeling i know exactly how things are going um but anyways it's just a courtesy you know that's what you do with people um and we also have, uh, so so usually, uh, as you guys know, Christian joins us on the show. He'll be popping in a little bit later, but today we have a really, really fun, really, really exciting, really, really cool special guest. Man, he's, he's one of, he's, he's one of my, he's, he's become one of my new good friends and and we really, really love hanging out and, um, and yeah, he's just awesome. Uh, uh, everyone, please welcome Nickish to the show today. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good. I also live in your house, but uh, in the walls where you can't see me. And uh, yeah, it's been a little cold in here. You can see it turn up the the heat a bit, but I'm doing good. That's what that noise was. Yeah, You've been trying to kill the rat up in the attic. (laughs) It's been you the whole time, man. You know, but no, thank you so much for joining us, man. And we've been trying to get you on for a little bit. And I'm so excited to finally have you on. Um, you're a nerd, just like us, man. You oh, yeah. are, uh, every time we get together, we talk about really, really cool stuff. We talk about movies, TV, uh, video games, even, you know, we talk about all of it and um, really love chatting with you. And I'm so happy you're able to come on the show today. So, um, so yeah, let's go to get started today. We have a really, really, we have a pack show. Um we're going to be talking a little bit about AI art as soon as Christian comes in. Uh, we'll be discussing that and and just kind of the whole, you know, there's a whole uh, kind of controversy around it. We'll be talking about that as well as, uh, you know, Christian's a graphic designer. So he'll be discussing his point of view about the whole situation. And uh, we'll be talking about that. We're also going to break down the uh, Critics' Choice nominations um, for film Uh this is pretty much it's a precursor to the oscars so gives us a good idea about what movies will be nominated we're going to talk about our thoughts what we think um as far as you know be happy with the um with the nominees um and where we you know where it's going to kind of go from here if we think any of you know like i said it's a good predetermined you know it determines the oscars pretty well 
Um, we'll see if they snubbed anyone or if we think anyone can possibly join the race a little bit later on. Um, <clears throat> talk about some trailers. A lot of trailers dropped this week. That'd be really fun to talk about. And one of the big things I wanted to talk about this week was um, Netflix announced they are doing a live action um, My Hero Academia film for the service. Um, of course, My Hero Academia an anime, really popular anime too. Like this is the anime that people who don't I, watch anime watch. Actually, um, it's quite underrated and quite unwatched by the majority. See, but people I know that watch it, like I know quite a few people who watch My Hero Academia, but don't watch oh, yeah. any other anime. Like, Which they should. I know they should, they should. But we're going to talk about um, mm. just Hollywood adapting these live action, you know, these, these animes into live action, what we think about them. And it needs the right set of people for it to actually work. Well, yeah, it does. Absolutely. We'll get into that conversation, though, and kind of see what makes these things work if they will ever work. Um, so we'll discuss those because uh, there's been quite a number of them over the years. Um, but first, let's kind of dive into the Critics' Choice nominations. Um, they 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 announced their their nominees a couple of like a week ago i think actually it was just this past week we were going to talk about the golden globes but i feel like the critics choice is a little bit more exciting because it kind of gives us more of what's to come in the future um so you saw the list uh nick what do you think uh have you seen first of all let's just go down the list and just say yes or no not no need to be ashamed i'll i'll tell you yes or no as well the movies that i have seen and the movies i haven't seen um so avatar the way of water is the most recent one i don't think any of us have seen that no right. no okay um babylon starring brad pitt margot robbie have you had a chance to watch that no nope neither have i, I um watch that. what's that i want to watch that. yeah that looks great um the banshees of insurin um i have not had a chance to watch that yet colin farrell i do know it's a streaming on apple tv plus and hbo, HBO max, max. Yeah. yes have you watched it yet yeah i watched it last night actually oh cool what do you think about yeah. it oh it's a great movie um martin mcdonough is a fantastic director two powerhouse actors i mean it's this really really insane movie i mean you think it's just a drama but it's very funny it's this like dark cool. comedy extremely dark at times and it's just i heard dark it's it crazier it, it escalates in a very like just insane way you you have no idea what movie you're Right. So it, from what I understand, it's just basically like it's not just but it, it's essentially about the two guys kind of are, are they like family or friends, right? They're just friends. They live okay. on the same island and uh, they have a falling out, uh, kind of a one sided falling out, uh, almost like one friend is ghosting the other uh, and mm. their conflict just escalates to okay. entire new levels and it's it's wild it's a wild that's, one that's great i i've been hearing i've heard nothing but great things about it and i'm really excited and this one's actually been like doing really well this season especially for awards it's actually kind of i think took everyone off guard but yeah yeah i think a lot of people underestimate how much critics especially love colin farrell 
Like, yes. Colin Farrell is like this critical sweetheart that everybody loves. And I, I kind of feel like he's always been like that, but I feel like he's recently had a really big resurgence where he's just doing all of these amazing movies. I know earlier this year, he did this movie called After Yang, which I have not been able to watch yet, um, but I've heard it's our buddy Brandon, who's on the show sometimes. It's hit one of his favorite movies of the year, number two. Um, but um, actually, Christian's just going to join us right now. So hold up one second. So here he comes. Let's get his connection and everything going. Um, but yeah, uh, after Yang, also starring Christian or Colin Farrell, and I've heard nothing but great things. I've yeah. heard you know excellent things about it. So that's also on my list to see. Hasn't gotten nominated for anything, but word of mouth has been spectacular on that movie. Um, so yeah, even the, that for the Oscar the conversation. Batman. The bat, yeah, even in the Batman, Colin Farrell, he's been amazing. Christian, yeah. how are you, man? Hey, sorry I'm late, guys. No, uh, you're glad good. to be here. Cool. No, yeah, thank you for coming on. Of course, as usual, and Christian, this is Nick. Nick, this is Christian. <laughs> Nick, pleasure. Nice hey, to meet nice you. Nice to meet you, man. Yeah, yeah. It's good to meet you too. Yeah. Nick, uh, Nick is a fan of the podcast, which I love. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah, cool. I've listened to uh, about 12 episodes in a week, a lot of driving. Wow. Uh, so you're kind of like a celebrity to me because you're the only person on the podcast I haven't met. So yeah, like, well, it's it's nice. a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Yeah, we are honored to hear that. Um, So Christian, uh, we haven't obviously talked about the AI thing yet because that's Thank something you. you're going to be talking right. about. Like, no, don't um, yeah, no, obviously cool. you're, you're kind of, uh, I'm going to let you head that one because that really affects you a lot. Um, yeah. But right now we're just kind of going down the Critics' Choice Awards. Um, we got through... Um, just the movies we've seen, we're just talking about them a little bit. And then we're going to talk about the awards of just a little bit as far as the best picture nominees. So we're not going to dive too much into it, but just talk about those. Right. Um, so have you, have you seen Avatar the way of water yet? No. Oh, okay. I, so I, I, um, no, I have not. <laughs> okay. No, you're fine. Uh, have you guys, you guys already saw it? No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. We're going right. to see it on Friday. It's Friday coming up. Oh, wow. Um, you guys. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're excited for that. Uh, Babylon, you have not seen, I'm assuming. Okay. Uh, Banshees of Insurance. We were just talking about that. Nick has seen it. Have you had a chance to see it yet? I want to see that. I okay. still haven't seen. Um, oh, my God. What was their first movie together? The, um... Oh, uh, in, yeah. In Bruges? In Bruges. Yeah, yeah that's that one probably. of like Dana's favorite movies. And she. I it's just so haven't gotten around to seeing that either. But I do love both of them. So, so um good. You guys were talking about Batman, like right when I came in. Yeah, we were talking about Colin Farrell. I see. I see. Yeah, I actually just started rewatching it again last night. Um, yeah, or whatever. Dude, yeah, thanks for the idea. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, he, it's he, still good. Yeah, I mean Colin Farrell. He's like we were just talking about. He's this critical darling. People love him, so mm. uh, he's going to be a lot in the award season, especially for Banshees of Insurin. Um, Next on the list is Elvis. Have you guys had a chance to watch Elvis? Yes. Okay. So, so did I. what's that? <laughs> this weekend I've seen this Elvis. weekend. Cool. Yes. What did you think about Elvis? What were your thoughts about Elvis? Uh, I'm a big Boz Lerman kind of. Okay, good. Uh, absolute wacko. I love yeah. the dude. So uh, I, I kind of just love his style. I love the over the topness. Uh, Austin Butler, I think, killed it. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> and in every interview you see, he's like still in that. Yeah, he just hosted SNL by the way, too, which is but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Tom Hanks, 
Yeah, Tom Hanks, uh, I think, always a powerhouse. I, I'm, I'm a little surprised that neither of them, I don't think either of them was nominated. No. Uh, Austin Butler. Austin Butler. Austin Butler. Been nominated. I'm surprised yes. Tom Hanks wasn't. I thought he was a big part of carrying that movie. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was pretty much exactly what I expected it to be. And cool. That's a good thing. Yeah, I got no, it. It's, it's on Netflix now, right? If, I, if I'm not uh, HBO Max, HBO Max. There, I was on something I saw it last yeah. night. Cool. Yeah, so we did. We did see it in theaters when it came out. Uh, me and Cassie, my wife, and uh, I'm on the same boat as you, Nick. Like, I love Baz Luhrmann. I think he's just one of the most unique visionaries, uh, yeah. uh, especially as directors go. You know, but he he does it with such heart too. Like he. When he tells a story, it's not just like style over substance, like it's all of it combined together. Um, personally, for me, I feel like his if I feel like, you know, he's one of those make filmmakers where his even his weakest films are still really good. Mm-hmm. So like The Great yeah. Gatsby, for example, for me personally, is probably my least favorite film of his, but it still has personality. It still has heart and it's still extremely watchable, even though I don't like it as much as I like his other stuff. Right. Um, but uh, I think, you know, everything from Romeo, and, you know, Strictly Ballroom, Romeo and Juliet, even uh, Moulin Rouge is a classic. Yes. Like, I, even McGregor and Moulin Nicole Kidman, Rouge. he did do Moulin <laughs> yeah. Rouge. Yeah. Moulin Rouge is a staple in our house. It is. I yeah. Turn I my mean, camera and you'd see that's a few Moulin Rouge things. It's a fantastic movie. Like it, it, it's one of those timeless movies too. Like the music, everything is just perfect about it um elvis kind of felt the same way um one thing i might have to disagree with you a little bit on is i do feel like tom hanks was a little bit miscast in the role i thought he did really well but i do feel like he you know there's some actors where acting just seems supernatural to them and it feels like they're not even acting when you see them on screen this is one of those instances where i felt like he was trying really hard to act as this character and i was like uh but I mean, otherwise, you know, in, a, in an overall fantastic movie, even he was, the, quote unquote, the weakest part, he still was really good. And that's the thing. Um, so I really liked it. I, I am kind of surprised like it. I know it does feel like it's, you know, people love Baz Luhrmann, you know, just like Colin Farrell and stuff. But it kind of surprises me that this one made it to best picture like this one might actually become a best picture nominee at the oscars um which kind of surprises me a little bit not not in a bad way and just because i i didn't feel like when i watched it that it was the kind of that caliber movie where it would it was a lot of fun and it had a lot of cool you know it's a you know biopic so you know and it was you know biopic to the extreme like Baz Luhrmann doing the biopic it's like it's like Christopher Nolan doing Oppenheimer right like it's going to be this huge version of this of this kind of smaller story um so that that one's interesting but that one's gaining a lot of traction this season it's doing really really well so we'll see how everyone kind of reacts to that when when it comes time um so the next one oh you got it right there of course everything everywhere all at once I I think that's all three of our I mean I know me and you, Nick, Nick, have talked about it. Me and Christian have talked about it. For oh, me, God. it's Eli saw it in theaters, theaters. It with me. Something. <laughs> something. It honestly is my number one movie of the year, like hands down. Like you cannot top that movie. It takes um, my number two. We'll we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, but what what would uh, where's it like? If you guys had like a top five, where's it at on your top five? Is it is it on that list? Yeah. No, okay. Good. I'm, good. I mean, I mean. Uh, it's best picture for me, at least. It's, yeah. 
it's been really hard to beat this year and mm-hmm. i there's just i look at the best picture lists on the critics choice and the golden globes all that right and i'm just thinking like i cannot even the other movies look like strangers and they do all at once. absolutely it's, yeah. I, it's hard to beat i don't know it is it's so unique so different so so much of you know the, the daniels yeah. they just are these yeah. incredible filmmakers and christian i know you've we've talked about it we'll, yeah we'll... there's there's the, i mean i nothing that i haven't already said um yeah I, my, I would say my top three are the batman everything everywhere all at once and top gun maverick um those are just like i i can't those are I I think Batman I, I really enjoyed and then I kind of got away from it and then coming back to mm-hmm. it like almost a year later I am way back into it again. Nice. I'm like oh man. Um. So very very happy with it. I, all of those movies I've seen like multiple times already too. Cool. Um. But but clearly I think uh everything everywhere all at once kind of has more of a unique identity uh to it uh in every aspect in writing and acting and yeah visually um and hopefully you know everybody else sees that too so but we shall and, see uh what's uh k um i forget how to say his name i'm i'm so bad at at his name um the uh k hoy khan am i saying that right i try yeah. i try um yeah i think he deserves all the awards this season i think he was incredible and this like what a comeback man like just what mm. a movie to like yeah wasn't he come back husband? on yes he was yeah, yeah. Just... harrison ford came out and said that he deserves to win the he Oscars. does <laughs> he really, really cool. does uh, he it's it's amazing um actually it's funny you bring a uh, top three my top three this year are all on this list so number one was everything all everywhere all at once and we'll go down as we go down i'll reveal the rest but uh fablemans anyone see the fablemans i'm really excited to see it uh, not yet okay um glass onion a knives out mystery um we amazing. saw it yeah eli loved it um i thought it was good i i'm looking back at it i'm like reassessing it because at first i wasn't as high on it as i felt like everyone else was but thinking about it and like, I really definitely have to watch it again when it comes to Netflix. Um, Cause it really did some cool stuff and just some things I don't think I appreciated that night. You know, sometimes you go into a movie and you're just like either tired or you, I, I just got enough of work, you know, it was like, you know, I'll go watch a two hour movie. What? Oh yeah. No spoilers. You can't spoil saying. that. Uh, such a fantastic movie. Um, so it was a good movie. Um, so I definitely need to watch it again. Um, so but my number two movie of the year is RRR. Oh, Have you guys seen RRR? Yes. Nick, um, I adore that movie so much. It is easily one of my, like I said, it's, it's number two, like best movie I've seen all year. Like it just, it's so crazy. So wild and, and kind of funny, we're going to be getting into the anime conversation later because I do feel like it's almost like a live yeah, action anime. Absolutely. Um, it's now you just definitely need to show it to me. It it it's it's an it's a it's a wonder. It's one of those movies that I do I, I wish I had seen it in theaters because it's just so wild, so crazy. It's it's um not everything all everywhere all at once crazy. It's it, but it's crazy in its own way, like right. in its own yeah. action style way. And Nick, you saw it, you said what what did you think of RRR? <laughs> yeah, man. I saw it because everybody has been talking about this thing, just kind of you know referencing it memeing it yeah all over everywhere and 
I'm scrolling through Netflix and, you know, I, I kind of watch the little clip they have and I'm like, why would I watch this? What is this movie? I, that's, yeah. And it's just one of those things where like, you reluctantly put your faith in it, you put it on and mm-hmm. you're just like, it's like you're on a roller coaster. You're just like, what am I experiencing right now? What is 100%. this thing? 100%. So extreme. Well- one of my favorites so there's the 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 nacho nacho dance sequence that is just incredible like one of the most bollywood things you'll ever experience in your life but it works so well um there's this is not a spoiler but there's one scene where this dude just like straight up like stops a motorcycle by like punching it picks it up swings <laughs> it and you're just like what is happening right now and why am i into this so hard right now like it's it's insane. It, it and, definitely does yeah. add the live action. Anime. You, uh, it's an, it is in. Um, I think there's a couple different dubs out there. I think the one on Netflix is in Hindu. Um, so it is even the original version is dubbed in like Hindu, even though it was shot in India. Yeah. And I think I can't remember what um, language it was originally shot in. Um, but definitely check it out if you guys haven't. Just it's a wild ride. It's on Netflix. Um, and those actors, they're just incredible. The director is amazing. <clears throat> he has a new movie that just came to Netflix, apparently, which is, I don't know the name of it, but apparently it has to do with this guy who he has wronged in a past life and he dies and he comes back as a fly to seek revenge through reincarnation. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. How is a fly going to do I, I, I don't know. I've never seen it. I was reading a synopsis wow. of it. I was like, that sounds crazy. That sounds wild. I'm there 100%. Um, so just a few more movies on the list. Uh, Tar, anyone seen Tar? Kate Blanchett. Oh, uh, but I want to so bad. Yes, desperately want to see that. It looks outstanding. Um, my number three movie of the year is Top Gun Maverick. I, uh, it's it's one of those they don't make movies like that anymore. Like nobody does. Like you you know Marvel, DC, all these guys. Like you watch those movies, but it's still you know as as exciting and as exhilarating as they can be. You can tell it's like it's a green screen, right? Like they're doing this in the studio, whatever. But like Top Gun Maverick takes it back to like the remind me of a like a night, remind me of like Jurassic Park and like Independence Day when they were just doing all these really cool blockbuster, um, practical effect type things. And they were just going for it. Um, Tom oh, Cruise, amazing. yeah, like Tom Cruise just went for it, and 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 the whole movie's just—it uh, still blows my mind that it got made and that it turned out as good as it did. Um, so, what are your guys' thoughts on Top Gun Maverick? Um, I absolutely thought it was outstanding. Of course, um, I'm I'm just I'm happy for Tom Cruise, man. Good for him. You know, like it was his biggest film of his career. You know, yeah. what I mean? like how many years into his career, how many decades into his career were. We're finally seeing that, and that's good. Great for him; he deserves it. Um, you know, I think the the just movies in general. You know, the theaters, um, the the whole industry kind of needed this. It was a nice, like, just mm-hmm. surge of energy that uh, was lacking because of you know the pandemic. Um, so, and good for him. You know, on like holding his ground on on waiting, yeah, um, not wanting to release this during the pandemic on streaming. Um, he was right in every in every way, and also to not just rush this into streaming. You not not doing the ninety day thing, and then mm-hmm. you know putting it on Paramount Plus or wherever it would have ended up. 
um, because look at how much money it made. You Did know? you guys see the video he released today about mm-hmm. the, he was thanking fans for Top Gun Maverick and he's literally shooting a stunt for uh, Mission Impossible for the next one. <laughs> so he's up in a plane with Christopher McQuarrie. Wow. McQuarrie's like in the plane with them and Tom's just like hanging off the side of this plane ready to jump out. Epic. And he's like, Telling the fans how grateful he is. He looks at Chris. He's like, he's like, he's like, hey, you come in. Chris is like, no, that's you go. And so Tom literally just jumps out of the plane. And as he's falling, he's still talking about freaking like thanking fans for Top Gun Maverick and thank you guys wow. for coming to theaters. And, and all this stuff. Man, like say what you will about the guy, but that I like, I have nothing bad to say about him. Yeah. Like, I, I would shake his the dude is just he's just a powerhouse like he truly cares about the fans like he cares yeah. about the movie going experience which is great is uh, nick amazing. did you did you see it i have not seen top gun maverick and okay. i will say this i've also not seen top gun uh okay. i totally probably will one day um i didn't have any interest in maverick when it was announced initially i remember being like you know, when it was announced a few years ago, it was like sequel after sequel yeah. of these yeah. old, you know, older properties. Um, and I remember just being like, oh, I guess, why are we making a sequel to Top Gun? That's insane. That's Comes exactly what theaters. I got to, to be honest. If you don't watch yeah. them before you come over next, we will <laughs> you'll, you'll disown me. Watch them. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, I mean, it comes to theaters after years, years mm-hmm. I'm hearing about this thing nonstop. Yeah, and it just blows everything out of the water. It's number one forever. People nonstop are talking about it at work, everywhere. And I mean, I don't have a ton of opinions on it other than I'm very excited that a movie like Top Gun Maverick is like nominated for yeah. Best Picture. Exactly. A genre movie yeah. or a blockbuster. Like seeing these things mixed in with the more like you know indie or the A twenty four films is crazy. Um, yeah. it's really exciting. No, I completely I, agree. I love I, it. I, I felt that way when uh, Mad Max was nominated for Best Picture. Fury Road, right? Like, yeah, that was a big win. Yeah, um, I thought that was really cool. But uh, but yeah, uh, Nick, check it out. Like Top Gun, Top Gun. To be honest, you're probably gonna watch and be like, uh, that's like. <laughs> has not aged very well um but you'll it's, watch i Top still Gun. think it's absolutely necessary to watch before yeah, watching maverick 100 yeah 100 yeah, yeah, yeah. You still need to yeah, watch well it, but... i i love val kilmer um oh, yes dude. yeah you'll and this is when they were all it's in kinda, their prime too yeah, yeah. it's mandatory the watching original. and uh, i gotta watch it for Yamanai's future wife, uh, Jennifer Connolly, at very least. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> Jennifer Connolly is amazing. Yeah, she's she's incredible in it too. Um, she's she's amazing, and I'm surprised she's not getting a little bit more um, talk because I thought she was phenomenal in that movie. To be honest, um, the last one uh, on this list for uh, best picture is Women Talking. Um, not sure uh, you guys. Yeah, it's exactly the look I was expecting. Um, I thought you so, were going to say Black Adam. So no, no, surprise. no we, have, we will. We will be talking about Black Adam just a little bit on the show. So let's escape that. Um, Women Talking, directed by Sarah Pauly. Um, she directs a story about a, um, what are they called? Um, I'm going to mess this up. Sorry, guys. It's been a long day. Metanites. It's like a, like almost like an Amish. you're right yeah yeah um and it's basically it 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 tackles um there's uh sexual assaults within the community um supposed to be a really good movie really powerful story um unfortunately i've not seen it yet um i sarah paulie 
I've followed her career for a while, not necessarily as a director. She was in my, one of my favorite um, uh, movies from the 90s called Go. Uh, which, oh, wow. Yeah. I love Go. She's in that. She's done, you know, she used to do, she did a bunch of those movies, but now she's into directing. I'm very curious to see how she does. And I've heard nothing but great things about this movie. Other, I mean, great as in performances and stuff. You yeah. Have this movie be you know fun or great but like you know the subject matter is super hard to to watch but i do feel like movies like that need to exist because that conversation needs to happen um and i really hope that movies like this really put things like that into the spotlight a little bit more because these things do happen in these smaller communities that we don't hear about so um really looking forward to that there's a lot of talk um with that movie um so yeah i i, I don't I, I think it's still in theaters i think it's super limited i don't know when it's going to be rolling out to streaming so um hopefully when the oscar nominations i like to do this thing once the oscars are announced i'll go through and literally watch every single movie on that list just to uh, just to make sure that i'm caught up and good to go and and all that fun stuff so um we'll have some watch parties or something i don't know we'll yeah, do that, yeah that could be yeah, fun. We'll, really cool. we'll hang out and we'll watch uh women talk <laughs> we <will. laughs> we'll have a good time we'll watch we'll Matt, good we'll old watch time Gun. No, good that old was time. exciting though i'm excited because I, I believe it's got jesse buckley and Claire yes Clay. And Jesse Buckley has to be one of my favorite actresses from the last few years. I could watch her just, she could drink water in an interesting <laughs> way. You know, she's, I'm, I'm just waiting. I'm anticipating for her best actress win one day. Nice. Maybe it'll be for this. Who knows? Who knows, man? I'm, I'm excited to see. I'm, I really enjoy Jesse Buckley as well. Uh, she's fantastic. So, um, so those are the, the nominees for best picture for the critics choice nominations. Um, there's an actor and stuff, but the those things tend to change up a little bit more before the Oscars come around. So we won't really dive into those this time. But first, um, are you guys necessarily surprised about any of these? Were there any that you were there any movies that you felt like might have that should have been on this list, or any that you were surprised actually got on this list? Um, and not necessarily because you've seen them or not, but just from what you've heard or from what you've experienced. Um, Rise on you. It was good, but it's not that good. That's yeah. So that's yeah. That's one that I'm I'm also a little bit curious about. I'm also very listen. I haven't seen Avatar yet, um, but I mean, I from what I've heard, it's 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 a great, it's a wonderful spectacle. But the story is pretty paper thin. Um, those two are the two that I felt like. I do feel like Nope should have been on this list to be one hundred percent honest. Yeah. Wait a minute. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, Jordan Peele just—he's three out of—he's three for three nope, now. Nope. Like he, it, nope. So I've said this before, and just like I talked, we talked about Baz. Like, nope is probably like—I don't want to say it's my least favorite Jordan Peele movie, but I don't think it's necessarily his best. But it's still just like damn good. <laughs> like it's still incredible. So when your worst is this good, it's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what about you guys? Did you guys have any kind of? um not, notable um uh, i haven't seen it yet but based on a lot of people's reactions i mean i guess i'm not too surprised because like you know rami got his oscar for oh um what was it the um bohemian rhapsody, bohemian rhapsody yeah. i didn't think i didn't think that was all that great no um um and I mean, I haven't seen it. I did see, like I mentioned, I did see Austin last night on SNL and he really surprised me. He's really funny um, yeah. and was like willing to take like some big risks. Um, so good for him. 
um i'm sure um he was he was great in the movie so you know I, i'm pulling for him but yeah i i i i'll see it you know i might change my tune when i see it and i will was, yeah maybe totally understand why it was nominated but absolutely no i hear you what about you nick yeah um i mean i'm surprised about avatar i really am i yeah. am amongst like, we were just talking about this before but uh i am amongst those who has no interest in avatar i'm confused mm-hmm. on why we're making these movies right i mean i watched the trailer though and it looks just like the first one it looks gorgeous it's yeah. an it's a beautiful work of art but like you said the story the the the, the acting maybe as well i i you know i love a white dude with dreads right. <laughs> but um you know maybe maybe not for me specifically absolutely uh, but definitely I, i'm seeing it for so many other categories best picture i'm very shocked yeah same same i uh this is james cameron you know i love james cameron i love the dude but avatar man you know it's got his fans i know i was really surprised too like how many so, people were clamoring for how did that avatar? get nominated because the nominations went out before the movie was released so that how yeah I think it was just critics, a lot of screenings they had before. Yeah. You know? um, I think things like The Whale as well, that's not even out in theaters yet. Yeah. Uh, I think right. what's the one Babylon is getting a lot that I'm shocked about Babylon because Damien Chazelle, incredible director, has not missed yet. But oh, he, it, Babylon's on the list for best picture. Yeah. But critically, oh, he, uh, I'm, I'm saying I'm surprised it is because critically oh. it's not been doing yeah. very well at all. Same. And I think that's just it though. I think it is just because it's Chazelle and it's old school Hollywood and yes, critics and like, like the, especially the Oscars, they love movies about filmmaking. About Hollywood. So, yeah. yeah. About Hollywood. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm with you on that one too. I've heard really, really super mixed things on that one. So Cool. Well, awesome. Well, we'll see what, you know, as the Oscars get closer, um, Nick, you'll, you, you'll come back on and we'll talk about it a little bit more once those are announced and we'll be talking about the Oscars. I love the Oscars. I mean, I know, listen, I understand it's just an ego thing. It's a, it's a freaking, just a pageant, you know, of, yeah. you know, who has most money, who has most flex and stuff, but I enjoy watching it. It really means a lot to it has since I was a kid, you know, it's been one of those constants. It's like my Super Bowl. always has been. So um, I so, have two of those. Super Bowl, yeah, yes. Um, so yeah, so so let us know what you guys think. Um, let us know. Um, please comment. Uh, let us know. Um, so Christian, I want to talk about AI art a little bit. Um, changing the subject because um, this is actually a really really big topic right now. It's super controversial. Uh, controversial. It's uh, I know Pastrami Nation just did an episode on it that I listened to the other day. Um, very well done, by the way, guys. You guys did excellent. Um, before I got cut off, like, before, yeah, before you got cut off, like halfway yeah. through the podcast. Um, but uh, Christian, uh, let's let's talk about it. You 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 wanted to bring it up during this. Um, yes, thank you. Um, so, yeah, please. It's please. been a battle I've been fighting all week. Um, unbeknownst, I mean, okay, so like you know, obviously I'm close to the subject. Um, I'm. I'm an artist. Uh, I'm also a digital artist. I um, like to think I'm, I teach at some of the top schools here in Southern California. Um, And, you know, I I think for me to stay silent on this, it would, nobody wants to see that. Especially I have a lot of like students, um, you know, and like younger artists that kind of look up to me. So I think I I needed to say something and I did. Um, there was a lot of uh, you might have seen it like on like Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 
um, even up until now, people posting the like the no AI, um, mm. no to generated to AI generated images. Um, and and at first I was kind of seeing them and I was reposting them. I actually spent on Tuesday, like every time I saw it, I would repost it on my stories. Um, and I just wanted to people to just, oh my God, like, and then just to see the names of the people that were posting it. These were like huge names in the industry. So yeah. it's not like this thing. Now, I, I have to be like really, really clear about like my intentions of it. And I, I did this and I'll kind of just actually just read it verbatim what I wrote. Um because I, I've for many years, if if you've ever taken my class, I've talked about how important it is to stay up with technology, right? right. Um, this this is an industry of emerging technology, and it would be foolish to like, I know everything I need to know, and this is I'm a master now, and this is it. Like you're a fool, right? Yeah, so you've got to keep keep up with everything, um, and because of me posting this, I've had students like this is the constant argument that I've been having. Uh, throughout the week is like well you said to keep up with technology and blah 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 and I'm like yeah and I still stand by that that hasn't changed right but what the difference is is this is not that right this is not an emerging technology in in the space of like artistic tools Um, every tool that that came about before this like if we're thinking 3d animation or digital painting like photoshop um you know, has has been a tool. It's something that you still need skill to use. Right. Right. It's not right. like you can. Oh, now anybody can just do it. But that's not what this AI is. Right. The AI is not a tool. Um, anybody can enter in a prompt. Right. You'd have. It's somebody put it like, it's these AI artists. What they're calling themselves now are like they they took a helicopter to the top of the mountain, and they're claiming that they climbed it. You know, and that's still not even my big problem with it. Like that's whatever. Like if if you want to say that you're a great artist now because you 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 entered some prompts into an AI, fine. My big problem with this is there's like three big things, right? Is like how are they sourcing the data for this? Right? It's unethical. And I think like there's even John, I think was his name, um, who we talked to on Monday, agreed that there were ethical problems with how they were sourcing all the data. Right. And that's something that definitely needs reform. And that's my big thing. There needs to be reform um, for it and like legislative reform. Well, what it's doing essentially is just compiling artists, uh, just art from everywhere on the Internet into one database. Right. And copying off of that to create something else. So, right. right. So like uh, there are the thing is, they're not requesting consent from the artist before they use their artwork. Um, in fact, there are plenty of artists who have specifically, explicitly said, no, do not use my artwork to train this AI. Carla Ortiz comes to mind. Carla Ortiz, if you guys who are listening don't know who she is, one of the most, she's a, a goat. Uh, she is a character designer, graphic, or uh, sorry, concept designer for Marvel, too. Like, she did a lot of stuff for Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, insisted that she didn't want her artwork used, but it was used against her her wishes. Um, Kim Jung-gi, who sadly just passed away, legend, living, like previously living legend who just passed away. Two days after he passed away, they fed his artwork into the AI. I can go, I can just keep going, going down the list. Um, Now, I'm not saying that all of these engineers agree to this. I'm not saying that all engineers have, think that this is okay. I'm sure that there are plenty of them that like, yes, this is unethical and we shouldn't be doing this. Um, 
but the problem is, is that they profited off of this, you know, and not only did they not get the consent, but they're not compensating these artists for their work. You know what I mean? So until we can, A, like ethically source the database and then B, compensate these artists for this and get consent, you know, that's that. The cat's out. The problem is the cat's out of the bag already. This 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 exists now. Right. You know what I mean? So I think I, I also find that the artists that are celebrating this the most, not to be mean, are the, the ones that didn't have skill to begin with. Right. And because they're like, it's it's a tool. It's not a tool. Like, you know what I mean? And like the the argument I think that John made, um, which is valid, he was saying, you know, maybe this can be something that can be implemented into the workflow. You can use this as a way to kind of kick back thumbnails. You can spend Mm -hmm. less time doing like rudimentary things and spend time more time doing the other stuff, like the more important things. But to a studio, like where do they draw the line? Right. If it's cheaper just to use AI to begin with, then why not just use AI to throw the whole way through? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like there's there's still a lot of like ethics involved. Now I I was like doing some research about it and like you know, a lot of these engineers and these companies said that the end goal was not profit. The end goal is utopia, right? The end right. goal is to is AGI, right? It's artificial general intelligence. And this is just kind of like a, a step on the way there. But then it's like, like, at what cost, you know what I mean? Are you reaching your utopia? You know what I mean? Like, not this is just like one aspect of this. Uh, Loish, who is another huge, huge, amazing artist. She's like the artist that everybody loves. All the artists look up to. And like, she brought up like a really good point. You know, um, when they did this, they decided to do this with visual arts and not music. They They couldn't do this with music because... And they they specifically weren't feeding it music because it was hindering on like Copy- copyrights. Yeah. So it was like it was so you know they they knew enough to not do it with music, but it was okay for them to do it with the visual arts mm-hmm. because the visual arts still don't have the protections that like that you know music does. So um, anybody who's like tried to upload a video to YouTube, you know how difficult it is. Like, you know, like all the rules of like playing, like a- adding music to your videos. Oh, yeah. so, um, art, visual art doesn't have that kind of protection. You know what I mean? And it still doesn't. And, you know, early on, a lot of jokes were being made that like, you know, they, we won't get this protection until you start feeding um, these AIs like Disney art. And then like mm-hmm. somebody will take a stand and lawsuits will be made. Yeah. Um, I, I, I saw that too. Someone said, just feed them a bunch of like Mickey Mouse and like Goofy and every single like Disney character. Yeah. And eventually, eventually <laughs> they'll, something will take up. action. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So I, you know, I posted this and I got a huge reaction from it. I posted this late at night and I, I'm sitting at 492 likes on this on Instagram, which is yeah. pretty good for me. Um, and like I, I originally posted, and I'll just kind of read this to you. Uh, we are at the precipice of a new technology that is growing quickly without regulations. While this may seem fun and exciting for many, the truth is there are many multi-million dollar corporations that are profiting from the work of artists who never gave their consent. Hopefully regulations come about sooner than later and AI can be a used uh, can be used as a productive tool for artists instead of bypassing their necessity. Uh, and then I said, besides, if you're ever looking for a nice painting of yourself, I know some people <laughs> yeah, look through my followers real. list. 
Um, so, you know, I got a pretty good reaction. I had people like re very respectfully, we were having discussions and like asking me, I thought you said technology, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yes, let me be clear. And then I also got one person who just commented yeah. first right away, art is dead and you've been replaced. <laughs> a complete, oh. complete stranger. So I'm like, I ignored it because I was like, that's yeah. fun. They're probably going around like commenting that to everybody. So then I, the next day report, like posted an update and I was just like, let me just be clear. Cause I was not responding to him. I was responding to everybody else I've been having a discussion with. And then he responded to that with, um, oh God, I gotta find it. It's so, it's, whew, um. Let me get to the top here. Sorry, really quick. No, you're fine. It is. Um, a, I think it's in the uh, the messages too. Right. So he responded with, um, "You learn from art just as much as the AI did. Uh, there's not a single artistic technique that you invented, and not a single piece of art that you created that has never been done before. You were inspired by what already existed. Uh, now you want to gatekeep art because you don't like that AI is outperforming you." Fair. So I very respectfully responded because I was like, I don't want to keep responding to this guy because I don't want to start a thing. But I responded. I'm like, you are absolutely correct. Every artist learned from previous existing artists. Um, that's the nature of it. We are inspired by work of others. Uh, in a way, it keeps us in touch with history. I talk about that all the time. I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, but innovation isn't about creating new techniques. It's about what we do with the skills that we've learned. Uh, the difference is human artists can ethically and respectfully discern how to apply their skills. A machine learned AI can't. Right. And and no one is gatekeeping, friend. You're more than welcome to pick up a pencil anytime. Um, is what I said. And then like he didn't respond for a few hours. <laughs> and then he hit me back with innovation is absolutely creating, uh, is about creating new tools or using existing tools in a novel way. You have done neither. Uh, the programmers are working on art, AI, and creating new tools. These artists using AI are all pioneers uh, doing things that have never been done before um, and using tools in a novel way. Why do you waste your life doing things that have already been done a million times? Um, I thought artists were supposed to be brave not boring. And I was like, because to be fair, I'm like, I mean, he brings up, here's the thing, he's clearly not an artist. And I, and as a person who isn't an like, artist, was I the, can, what Was he on like the Ridiculousness show or something? <laughs> yeah, sounds he, like it. Sounds like it. Um, and I still I still haven't responded and I kind of feel like I want to, no, but I, it's I just going to open up another camera. I know. So no, here's no. the thing, like, I feel I, I kind of feel bad because that's such a sad mentality. It's such a sad and like narrow view. It is of like, so why waste your life? Like, so then he must not be good at anything. Like if he if he's just going to wait around for like technology to be able to do everything for him, then then he possesses no skills. If if I'm just going by what he says there, you know what I mean? I yeah, I've dedicated for my life, life to like walling. Yeah. So from what from Wally? Well, Wally, yeah. Was <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I'm working like I've dedicated my life to master art, you know, drawing, painting, sculpting. 
uh, in every medium, you know what I mean? And traditionally, digitally, oil, acrylic, Photoshop, Procreate, you know, uh, 3DS Max, ZBrush, clay, wax. Yeah. It's because I love it and because I want to be really good at it. So, and I think that's, that's, I don't think that's something that artists have ever, I've never even thought about like, like, why am I like, it was just because that's in me. Like I, I had no other choice. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. I just, it, I was really taken aback by that comment. Not like insulted by it, but I was just like, huh. It's an like, interesting way to look at the world. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I, I just, it's always been a part of me to want to become like really great at something. I think everybody, there's Absolutely. something, you know? So I don't know. I, I, I know that guy's just a troll. I know that's like the nature of the internet um, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Um, but I, I think I, I have to like take a stand, you absolutely, know, um, and stand with my community. And we stand you with you one hundred percent. Like I'm there with you on the front lines. And and the thing that I don't think people understand is it's just it's it's not just like so. No. This is the big issue right now. But it's I, I'm scrolling through Facebook one day and I saw an ad for a company that will basically this AI bot that'll essentially create content for you on your blog. Yes. So it'll write automatically write, like it said, like write, you know, award-winning blog content for your blog, just sign up for this and it'll write it for you. Like it's going to, it's going to take over, you know, in the podcast that you did on the pastrami one, you were talking about, you know, these bots are going to start writing screenplays, right? They're going to be breaking down like what's going to win an Oscar finding what works there and they're going to write screenplay and then pretty pretty soon screenplay writers i mean you know screenwriters will be out of a job um but then they won't be as good well but that's but that but people that's the whole thing yeah yeah we we've learned that that's not you know that's not necessarily a thing even though it should be um but 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 like christian like you said it's 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 something that affects all artists of all types you know it's it's going to become a wider issue if we don't nail it in the bud right now and you know hold people responsible have some legislation to help control what is fed into these things and what the machine uses for these things. Um, I, I think I, cause I know like to, just everybody here, like we all have a good appreciation for art in all aspects Yeah, um, and understand the importance of art and humanity. Right. Like it's, it's, it's kind of one of our like crucially defining things as human beings is creative expression, uh, whether Absolutely. it's through film or through story or through visual and like to to just have that opinion of that art is dead and you've been replaced like i'm glad you're on the side of corporate america then bro (laughs) like wow yeah the words i mean the 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 proof is in the words right the intent is there because you know you'll see it with all sorts of tech bros not just in ai art right all sorts of fields where they start talking about you know well, you're just upset because you're being replaced. You know, you're upset because you're being overrun. This thing is better than you. It's learning than you. Yeah, I'm upset by that, man. And, you know, obviously your intent is not, as you try to say, to use it as a tool. Mm-hmm. Your intent is to replace, to make it cheaper, to make it, yes, you know, to, to spread it to people like you who don't appreciate yeah. the people and their work. You, you just want to make it easy for you. You know, they call themselves AI artists, but I like seeing all the little uh, 
nicknames like uh, prompt writer or uh, right. Yeah, the yeah. ideas guy. You know, people have been saying this is the new ideas guy, where it's like that's not really a job. Um, you're just you just don't want to do anything. You right. don't want to put the work in. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's true. Like you know, I've struggled. I've struggled a lot of my life. Like like I I'm I like to write. Like I'm a writer, so like I write you know short stories. I write screenplays. Uh, I also wanted to get into the comic book world right at one point and you know, looking for an artist is hard, like looking for somebody who shares your vision. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) But like, but I mean, as far as you know, because I've always been under the impression that you pay someone what they're worth, right? So like, finding an artist has been hard, just because like, it's like, hey, I don't have a lot of money, right? I I don't, I'm not able to do that. But like, I would like to if I could. And so yeah, I know. But there's a, um, he's pointing at all my pops. He wants me to sell all my pops and all my no, Lego I so I can afford them. an artist. Uh, no, but no, no, but no, I mean, but there is that, you know, idea where, yeah, it would be so much easier for me to pay this machine 40 bucks to be able to, you know, make all of these, make my storyboards, make my comic book, you know, panels, things like that for me. Right. Um, but I can't, as someone who respects it, that I can't, I can't do that. You know, it's just, it's, it's immoral. And it's, 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 you know, I feel like that's just taking a job from someone who can use that job. And even if I'm paying just minimum, someone's going to eventually come along and want to help, you know what I mean? Um, But so it's like, there's, I don't even want to call it a benefit, but there is that benefit there to doing it. If you even want to see a benefit there. Um, and again, it's not a benefit. It's just one of those things. Yeah. It would make it easier for me, but I couldn't do that to an artist who could yeah. really, you know, who's willing to work and willing to make that money. That takes a job from someone else that, that um, deserves a job. I, 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 I've seen that argument, you know, like, well, finally, maybe artists can like lower their prices and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. You know, like I, 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 to be fair, yeah, it's it's a difficult thing. This is why I actually don't do commissions because most of the people that offer, like, hey, can you do a commission? Like, like want to pay me like twenty bucks for a drawing or like yeah, a painting? Ridiculous. And I'm like, dude, how long do you think this takes me? Like, how much do you get paid hourly at your job? And you yeah. want to pay me like ten bucks an hour? Yeah. So, I I mean, there's there's a middle ground, and also as an artist, like, it scales. You know, I if if a corporation asks me to do an illustration for them, that's different. But if like a a, a budding a, a young writer wants illustrations for their work, like it'll scale. Like you know, I've and also um, if we're working together on a project, then we're equally invested. You know what I mean? Right. Into things working. Also, just for everybody listening, I'm not super threatened by all of this AI stuff. Um, I will evolve. And most good artists, we're, we're going to evolve. Other, mm-hmm. We do more than one thing, um, so that's fine. I think we're, you're going to see a regression in art go back to like traditional means. Um, one of my favorite artists that I follow on Instagram, Xander Smith, um, put it best: um, AI will never be as dope as me. It won't. It won't. <laughs> Hell yes, I, I mean, love that so you much. You need that human element. You need the heart, and and you can totally tell when it's when the heart's not there. Yeah, um, I actually so, have a classmate of mine that does art commissions. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. cool. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, um, well, thank you, Christian. I, I really appreciate you know you taking the time to talk about that because it is a very very important issue, and I hope people out there understand how much of an issue it is and. Please stop, you know, please stop posting that stuff on Facebook. Please stop yeah, posting. Dude, please. Come on, God. man. 
guys, it yeah. makes it makes you look as lame as the people who are posting little monkey NFTs a year. <laughs> it does oh, absolutely. I, you know, absolutely. I, I do respect because I have I have some very close friends who like their last three posts are like AI selfies and they change their 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 like whatever logo thing every yeah, day see, there are some one. cool ones but they're all there are also some really bad ones they're there i mean i i'm not gonna lie they do look cool but then i mean in, just yeah. in solidarity i i appreciate some of my a lot of my friends deleted them deleted their posts and i'm like you know that's what? awesome thank nice. you man. thank you very much like i appreciate that's awesome that, so well cool well yeah guys um we'll keep you guys updated if anything changes um if there's new things you know coming into that world we'll we'll talk about it and definitely bring it up um so yeah thank you christian really appreciate that um let's move on real quick um this is just gonna be really really fast i promise this isn't gonna cause any waves on the internet at all whatsoever james gunn has announced he is writing a superman movie and henry cavill is officially out um but don't worry guys this Cavill guy is going to be all right. He just signed <laughs> on to do a Warhammer TV series for Amazon yeah. Prime. Um, so the GoFundMe, we can stop. We don't have to worry about it. He's going to do okay. Um, so just real quick, I mean, I from so there was rumors swirling around that Mr. Dwayne Johnson, my favorite person, is, um, and I he's don't dislike right. the guy. He's charismatic, and I'm sure he's an amazing person rumor had it for a while that he was big mad at warner brothers because mm. of things that were happening um i put up a post on sunday and i meant every or sorry saturday yesterday i meant every word of it um there's been uh there was an article put out there's hollywood insiders were talking about how um the rock getting cavill back into black adam was his way of kind of controlling a part of dc um and Black Adam always kind of felt like a vanity project to me more than a passion project for The Rock. Um, so I'm not going to dwell on that part of it, but it doesn't surprise me one bit. And if uh, The Rock has to walk away from it, and if uh, James Gunn um, is the person who, well, pulled the trigger, <laughs> essentially, um, then let it be what it be. Um, let it be what it is. Uh, what do you guys think about that real quick? Are you guys fans of Cavill as Superman? I think I think he was an amazing Superman, but Honestly, at this point, I'm ready to move on. Let's just get it done with, get it over with. What do you guys think? Um, I'm going to try to make it quick. I'm going to try to make it quick. I'm a yeah, huge, no. there are two things that I'm a huge nerd about. Uh, that's D&D, uh, mm-hmm. tabletop RPG, and DC Comics. I am, I mean, it's not even comparable. I am DC over Marvel almost any day of the week. I cool. love I think they are superior in almost everything except for the cinematic universe. I think I, I agree with you on that. Actually. Obviously, Marvel yeah. has. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They had they had a pretty good last ten years, we'll say, yeah. as far as movies go. But even then, a lot of the DC movies I've liked vastly more than a handful of the MCU movies. Um, okay. DC easily takes the win when it comes to TV shows. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Video games, comics, I mean, I've, animation. So, I mean, I love Henry Cavill. I thought he was a great Superman. I'm mm-hmm. in the odd, I'm, I've, I've totally been on the other side of things where I loved Man of Steel. Oh, Man of Steel is amazing. I love I loved Steel, to his be honest. performances in Batman versus Superman, even uh, mm-hmm. uh, the Snyder Cut. He I, he's an and incredible Superman, and it's a waste and kind of a bummer that he's been tossed aside. I 
am half and half on it because I wanted him to be Superman still. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, I I know in my in my little heart that they just need to reboot the whole universe. Yep. Start from scratch. Um, my worries, a lot of DC fans' worries. I am still iffy on James Gunn. Um, <laughs> I like Scooby Doo, and I like Guardians of the Galaxy One. Okay. Aside from that, James Gunn and I have had a love hate relationship. Did you not enjoy I, the Suicide Squad? I. No, please I am, be honest. Be I'm honest. In the I, middle on the Suicide Squad. Okay. Always. There are parts Peacemaker was amazing. There are parts of that movie that are so DC it hurts. And there are parts of that movie that are so James Gunn it right. kills Okay. It. Fair. Um, so, Peacemaker. I mean, my thing is, you know, he can write a Man of Steel movie. He can write a Superman movie. He could do a great job, probably. I believe he has that kind of lens where he can go the really optimistic route with Superman. Without Which he needs to. Yeah. yeah. Um just the rest of the universe i need to i need that assurance that everything is going to be rebooted i don't want it to be the justice league but marco robbie is still harley quinn or right the justice league but you know uh, yeah. certain projects are in it or out of it i'd like to see everything kind of redone axed and restarted uh, marco robbie is harley quinn you can't you can't take that away from me (laughs) because i can't imagine that they're not planning on doing a peacemaker season two and i can't imagine that they're planning on doing a follow-up to james's uh suicide squad so i i i i i I am with you and i i wish i just feel like I want to see Henry get one good Superman mm-hmm. movie. Like yes. one really, really yes. good Superman. I really liked Band of Steel, the f- first three quarters of it, and I think it falls apart in the end for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, um I, I want to see why Bloodsport was in prison at the full yeah, story. That would have been cool to see. Yeah. Right. I I just cool. and I'm sad that we're losing Gal Gadot. I have been under the impression since the beginning that Jason Momoa should have been Lobo. From day oh, one, dude. I'm ready <laughs> yes. for that recasting. To be honest, yes. so Lobo, like, Lobo make it happen. Great. I I won't bat an eye at it. I'll be like, there we go. Well, there's that leather. Vest. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. My uh, problem, yeah. Uh, my problem with some of the other things too is like, if we're restarting, there's a few things that I just can't imagine as a DC fan how you would reduce certain things. Like mm-hmm. Aquaman was pretty definitively Aquaman. Shazam was pretty definitively. Yeah, Shazam's going to be tough. Yeah. And Shazam, I'm worried about because if The Rock is out, I'm never going to get my Black Adam Shazam fight. (laughs) That wasn't ever going to happen, though. That wasn't ever going to happen. I could pretty much guarantee you. It might end up. Man, what what a bummer that is, man. I love Shazam. And for The Rock to kind of decide to make this movie about Black Adam, which is not, there's not a lot of ground there. <laughs> I think it's it's kind of clear now that like The Rock never gave a crap about Black Adam. I don't think he did either. Or never it. gave a crap about the DCEU because this is again he's like oh I get to he's like I'm not gonna be in like Shazam's movie. I'm, <laughs> yeah. If I'm coming to the DCEU, I'm fighting goddamn yeah. Superman. It's like because I'm The Rock. Like yeah. right, yeah. And, like like 
his whole campaign has just been, I'm going to fight Superman. I'm going to fight Superman for yeah. Shazam. His arch enemies, like, got two it's movies weird. in the works. It's like he got cast, and, like, to put it in Marvel terms, it's like he got cast as, like, the lizard. But then it was like, oh, no, I'm not fighting measly little. <laughs> I'm fighting the, all the Avengers are coming for me now, baby. Like, yeah. relax, dude. You're Black, just the lizard. Yeah. Yeah, Black Adam's kind of like the um like a Sony made uh Spider-Man movie, it, you know, where it's like where's 100%. the hero at? <laughs> I, 100%. I last night was watching the Batman again and I was just like like the, I, yeah, it was Batman. so late and I'm like, what am I doing? I gotta go to bed. I'm like, I can't keep watching this. So I turned it off and Bruce I turned, I turned on uh, Black Adam and uh fell asleep immediately. <laughs> my dad, my dad called me today and he's like, he's like, uh so He's like, so what do you think about Black Adam? He's been seeing all my posts and everything. <laughs> I'm like, I, I listen, and I don't say this to be like, you know, controversial or whatever. Like on the, I'm like, I, I, I hated it. Like I thought it was bad. Like I had some stuff that was decent, but I didn't think it was great. He's like, oh, so I don't need to watch it. I was like, no, you don't need to watch it. You'll be fine. Um, bullet Train, on the other hand. Oh, Bullet Train is a whole other thing. I had to watch <laughs> totally that. But um, was that? There- Oh no! I was just saying, yeah, bullet train's a whole other. Oh, bullet train, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. There were some redeeming qualities. I mean, I, there are. If you could take an edit, like a big old butcher's knife to that movie, I mean, I'm sure you could probably salvage something, a good forty five minutes of it. So absolutely. And the thing is, there are two. So 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 one of my favorite things this year so far, there have been two properties of of one in television, one in movies that use the song "Painted Black." Right. So there was. Black Adam, that mm-hmm. scene, and Wednesday used it really, really well. Too. Wednesday yeah. used it when she was playing the violin. Wednesday by far took the crown. Yeah. Of the best <laughs> use of that song this year. Yeah. I, I keep on, I, I have seen that clip of the Black Adam scene, and I'm watching it. Like, I watch it on, like, people put it on Twitter, you know, whatever. I'm like, this has got to be, like, honestly, one of the worst scenes I've ever seen. Like, yeah. it's, it's horrible. Like, it's trying to be this really cool, like, yeah, you know, look at me. I'm Black Adam, but I'm just it's like, like, just the, like they they were so forceful with their use of music. It's just like, I, at some point, so right at the beginning, and then all of a sudden, it's like, the world is a band. <laughs> and it's just like the kid skateboarding. I'm like, what the hell is happening? I'm like, why would a, a kid this day, like, be, I mean, no offense, maybe Eli, you no. like Smashing Pumpkins. I love Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, uh, Smashing Pumpkins but, is amazing. I love Smashing Pumpkins. Like, I can't imagine a kid not in 1996 listening to, like, I don't know. Just, yeah, no, I don't think Eli's, I think we were actually listening to Smashing Pumpkins the other day in the car, and I don't even think he knew who they were, so. <laughs> Um, not the type of band I, I listen no, to. No, but um, but yeah, if you liked it, great. Like, I'm not bagging on you for, for people for liking it. I just right. wasn't for me. Uh, Eli liked it, he thought it was good. So I'm I I'm sorry, but right. I'm sorry. Um, but um, but yeah, um, so we'll see what the DC, the future of the DC is gonna look like. Yeah, DC hopefully, DC hopefully it's good. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I'm iffy on James Gunn, but that's forgetting that there's also Peter Saffron. You know, there's people to rein in certain things, and I'm sure James Gunn's gonna do it. We stand uh, James Gunn here. Yeah, us. us, (laughs) I know, I know. No, I know you both feel this way. I've listened to the podcast. (laughs) I know, (laughs) Uh, but you know, DC fans, we've been waiting ten years for the freaking universe to reboot. Yeah, and I'm glad it's finally happening. Yes, yeah. I'm looking forward to. What if they finally bring us the multiverse? Well, (laughs) do we do we want infinite Earths? Do we want infinite Earths? yet i don't know yeah i feel like i'm a little dried out on the multiverse yeah yeah yes 
Yes. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We can still keep Margot. That is true. (laughs) That's true. We can still keep Margot. Um, Speaking of Margot, guys, biggest trailers of the week launched this week, and 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 it starred Margot Robbie as everyone's favorite Mattel doll, GI Joe. Barbie stretch um, the drop. first trailer <laughs> drop for uh, Greta Gerwig's Barbie uh, this week. And uh, I mentioned to um, to Nick early on in the show before we started recording that there is one trailer that's not on this list of trailers that I wanted to discuss real quick because I'm like, like unjustifiably excited for this movie. Um, it looks insane. And I feel like if it just goes along and knows what it is and just, goes with it it's going to be fantastic it's going to be fun it's going to be crazy ryan gosling as ken uh simon simu Lu, like Lu as another version of ken uh fantastic um greta gerwig too i've actually been i i, I love ladybird is just i love ladybird and even her version of little women was just it was really good like really well yeah, done fantastic taken i think she's great so i'm actually excited for that but there are two Three other trailers that dropped real quick. I just want to bring those up real fast. Just get your guys' quick thoughts. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Part one. Part one. Oh. My God. My God. That's that's honestly, it, it was already my most anticipated movie of next year. But once I saw the trailer, I'm like all in. <laughs> I'm sold. It looks I, incredible. Almost to tears. Almost to tears Same. with that trailer. Same. Miles got violated. I, I feel like if you know Miles' story, I think we all know what's going to happen yeah. in this movie, sadly. Yeah. Um, but and I'm glad they didn't do it in the first one, man, because we really get to get attached to him. And yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll say no more, but oh, God, yeah, absolutely. it's gorgeous. So we're all on the same page. That movie looks amazing. It's going to be. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I mean, what's like you're watching it and you're like, you know, everybody into the Spider-Verse, probably the best superhero movie of all time. Maybe the best animated yeah, movie. Absolutely. Best Spider Man um, by far. But I mean, you're watching the trailer and you think you know what you're in for, just more Spider Man's. But then mm. there's the twist. They're all after Miles. And you're like, what yeah. is going yeah. on in this movie? What did he man? do to upset the whole goddamn yeah. Spider Man? Yeah. Oscar yeah. Isaac is 2099. Yeah. He's huge yeah. now. They like made him beefy. Um, yeah. I, but his mom's speech of like, don't let anybody tell you you don't belong there. Like, oh, that got me. That really, really got me. Mm-hmm. Like, such an emotional. This year had some really good emotional trailers. Um, and that it was did. another one of them. Really good. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Um, one of my favorite franchises is not ending anytime soon. It just came back last year with one entry. Um, Scream 6 uh, is coming out next year. Um, listen, I've talked about Scream like, ad nauseum i i feel like i have i love scream so much the first first three or uh, first four actually i really really like a lot part five was great um it's a very very uh sentimental movie to my teenage years the first one especially just meant so much to me um and scream Your five go up what your eyes go yeah uh screen <laughs> five uh i thought was really well done i thought radio silence uh one of uh just, they just took it and ran with it i love those guys they're amazing uh ready or not was one of my favorite uh horror thrillers of the last few years i love ready or not scream six looks great um are you guys scream fans at all are you guys ready for scream six are you guys even gonna bother with scream six either way let, what, what do you guys think 
I dress for the occasion. Um, Scream was also uh, I, I, the first movie was really important to me as yeah. uh, uh, I was I picked freshman year of high school for me, and it was like one of the first horror movies. I wasn't allowed to watch horror movies because I couldn't handle it as a kid. Um, so <laughs> that was the first horror movie that I saw in theaters with my friends, and I loved it. Um, I, I kind of was like going back through horror movies because of it. Mm, um, nice. So I haven't seen the trailer yet, though. Oh um, no, yeah. Uh, yeah. Super, super short teaser. Uh, what do you think, Nick? Are you a Scream yeah, fan? Yeah. Um, so, again, I'm the black sheep. Scream big in my partner's family. And okay. I had not seen it until 2021. Last okay. last Halloween. Oh, we wow. Okay. Down. Yeah, we marathoned the thing. I think the only one I didn't see was four. Okay. Uh, which is, you know, I think the more 2000s one with a lot yeah. of famous 2000s people. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but the first three man i couldn't get enough i was i was watching it and i i kind of expected more of like a slasher you know i was, i i knew a bunch of the beats because of scary movie uh, <laughs> but i i mean i just ate those up and uh, cool screen four and five i still gotta see but the trailer for six looks insane it was a really good very yeah. freaky trailer Sure. I love that they're moving it to New York. I think that next year is going to be the the big New York year for horror movies because Evil Dead Rise is going to be taking place in a high rise in New York. Um, you know, the newest century in the Evil Dead franchise. Obviously, no Bruce Campbell, but um, it's going to yeah. be kind of part. It's not even a sequel to the the, the twenty sixteen or was it twenty twenty thirteen? What year? Twenty thirteen remake. Right. Um, so we'll see how it goes. I'm I'm down with anything Evil Dead. I think obviously, unfortunately, no Ash makes me a little sad. But guess what? Well, I'm still gonna watch it. I <laughs> know. See, this kid knows <laughs> yeah, it too. Right. Um, and the last trailer we're gonna talk about real quick is 65. I don't know if you guys. This one just completely caught me off guard. I had no idea anything. <laughs> I saw the trailer and I was like, I got Adam Driver up against dinosaurs on a distant planet um produced by sam raimi it's our planet but 65 million years ago no yeah Yeah, Yeah, i thought it was yeah because they say 65 million years ago he thinks he thinks it's a different planet but it's like a reverse planet of the apes yeah 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 no totally understandable um when you guess this thing just i guess it caught me off guard i think it looks fun i'm gonna be there i'm gonna watch it what do you guys think I love how um the just the beginning where he's talking about like oh like one survivor blah 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 and then he's just like send help like just cold yeah no emotion just send help um and yeah it's like Jurassic Park meets Predator um it looks like a lot of fun um yeah. also Adam Driver doing a sci-fi action movie interesting um, yeah very so, yeah yeah well, what about you Nick yeah I mean three things that everybody loves Adam Driver um father figures taking care of you know yep. little kid <laughs> figures uh, and dinosaurs so i'm sure it'll eat you know everything up it looks awesome absolutely eli what do you think it looked very good <laughs> it looked very cool cool <laughs> all right well those are some of the big trailers that dropped this week check them out on youtube um, if you get a chance to go to theaters uh, the oppenheimer trailer just dropped online tonight I know that's connected to Princess. Yes. Some some of it's on Avatar. I think Avatar 2 has two different main trailers, the Barbie trailer and the Oppenheimer trailer. So you're going to get one or the other. So uh, if you go see <laughs> Avatar the on other. the big screen. <laughs> What's that? 
that's so funny Barbie yeah so Oppenheimer right? that's so crazy um and just real quick uh actually uh, not real quick but let's let's talk about this real quick um last thing I wanted to bring up today was uh Netflix uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier in the show Netflix has announced they are making a live action version of My Hero Academia um film for their streaming service um so Okay, so I've only seen so I'm not a big anime guy, right? So I've seen some anime, but I've seen yeah, yeah, but I've seen bits and pieces of it. I know what it's about, but like you know, I've seen enough kind of live action versions of these animes to know you don't do it right. Like I feel like I feel like so I the only anime I have honestly watched from beginning to end and that I loved was Cowboy Bebop. Like mm-hmm. that was back, you know, late '90s, early 2000s. I love that show with the passion. I did watch. We watched a couple of episodes of the live action version. Decent. It was fine. I, I would have continued to watch it. I just haven't finished it. But now that it's canceled, I don't think I'm gonna finish it. To be honest, I um, would say that it shouldn't happen. But at the same time, it's coming from Legendary Pictures, and they did the Godzilla movies, the MonsterVerse, and yeah. Detective Pikachu. Yes, they did. Um, so just real quick, let, let, let's talk about this. So, Nick, uh, you're a big anime guy. I know that. Yeah. What yeah, are your thoughts on this particularly? What are your <laughs> thoughts on live action versions of animes? Have you seen any that are? Yes, I, Have you, you know, I'm, I've been raised on the old bad anime adaption okay um, you know dragon ball evolution last airbender yes. were both big movies in my childhood that made me know those are movies that made me understand what a bad movie was. oh there's gonna be a new avatar movie yeah i'm aw- i'm aware uh, <laughs> no. it's a series for netflix i'm certainly aware okay with netflix in particular there's there's been cases of good adaptations, right? You got Alita Battle Angel. I was about to, yeah. We, I still, we still need very to underrated. If you don't um, want to with me, a lot of the good adaptations have been done by Japan primarily. Yeah, that's what I've heard. A lot of the bad ones have been done by us. I mean, the US of A. Except for uh, attack, the Attack on Titan 1 and Assassination Classroom. Yes, and we can all uh, agree to disagree on something. You know, to to each their own. Some of them are certainly fun. Um, But a a big problem, I mean, the U.S. just doesn't really understand anime. Right. Hollywood certainly doesn't understand a lot of it. Um, The best, I think, anime influence things work, like The Matrix or uh, like Scott Pilgrim, right? Inception, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim, yeah. You know, like influenced is amazing, and you get great product. But translation is very difficult mm-hmm. to go from a Japanese market to an American Hollywood film is a very different thing. So know? here's here's a hot take, and I I'll probably get a lot of hate for this. I like the Ghost in the Shell adaptation. Oh, okay. I kind of like it. So I know that's unpopular opinion. Yeah, and I've seen, and that's the thing, I've seen like a lot of the movies. So I've seen like Akira, Ghost in the Shell, Mm -hmm. uh, like a lot of the big, like, you know, anime movies. Um, Ghost in the Shell, uh, you know, you can talk about that later, Christian. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know. I need to watch the new series. Um, I'm not saying it was great. I'm just saying, I'm like, I know what you mean. That wasn't terrible. Have you given any thought really to, to what that is? Like, what is... 
what does Hollywood miss on these things? Like, what is it about the animes that that make them so special? Uh, that make them work in Japan? Uh, obviously, you know they transfer the over style. here. Is it just is it the art style or is there? Yeah, some, I think you know, it's pacing or. I think it's, it's style. I think it's intent as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, because when I think about a lot of the bad ones, I think of you know trying to turn it into like a Hollywood action movie, like trying to flip the genre. Right. Netflix. Okay. I think of primarily um, has not, I mean, they have bought so many anime properties just to make some pretty darn dang choices. We'll say. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> um, full, full Alchemist, no, not, uh, My Hero Academia is being adapted. That's what we're talking about. Right, That's right. not one that should be adapted by it doesn't seem Netflix. Like it. From what I've seen of it, like we did watch. So I took him to go see the movie. Uh, which, two, uh, I can't remember. That. Two heroes. No, not two no, heroes. Uh, I don't remember, but we, we did go to watch a movie and I really enjoyed it for, you know, yeah. I was watching it on the big screen. Like it was really, really fun. Like it, it had a style and a, a, a thing all of its own. Um, and I do like, like you said, I do feel like, like intent is a lot of it. Like, right. Like, are, are you just doing this to make money or are there people who actually care about these anime? And you can tell something like Alita battle angel from what I've, what I understand, even from fans who watched it, like Robert Rodriguez and James Cameron, like, um, so uh, actually it was funny because I was listening to an interview with Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro was the one who made James Cameron watch battle angel right and then james cameron was going to direct it at one point but he couldn't so robert rodriguez took it on but they're all all three of those guys are big fans of the properties and you can uh, from what i've gathered like you can tell like it's on the screen um what did you think what what makes those so different than Uh, the style and the and how they make it Okay, so you're thinking like the same way, right? Like, like what what's the intention going in? Like, what are you guys gonna do with the property? Yeah, I mean, there's um, Death Note on Netflix, which is you yeah. know, starring a f- a good few names. You know, Lakeith Stanfield is one. It's Lakeith an incredible Stanfield, cast, right? right. But then you've got Death Note, the live action movie from Japan, and those two movies, you put them next to each other, you would not even think they're the same. They are. Really, completely different. I mean, Death Note. Is, it's is, like it's like um, you know how a Lacroix tastes like it was placed near a fruit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Netflix kind of like read the back of an edition of a manga, and they they took everything they needed from there, and they decided, mm-hmm. well, what if we made it very American, it, very it, fast? <laughs> was it that Adam Wingard too? Adam Wingard. He directed yeah. Death Note. Yeah, and normally I like yeah. him a lot. Yeah. I liked his Blair Witch. I like your next. Or oh, was it your next? Yeah. I, I, I'm I not like super as experienced with um, anime as you guys are, but it, for me, it seems like it's every time the American, I think you, you kind of, it's the tone shift, right? It just doesn't like have the same like gravitas or like the same like, I don't know, weight as like the, the anime felt. You know, like, mm-hmm. like you know, I think anime—they're not doing it ironically, and I think sometimes American cinema tends to do that, like, ha, tongue in cheek. Like, Seriously, yeah. and I mean, like, it, I think it also depends on what you're adapting, because you should not adapt My Hero Academia on a Netflix <laughs> budget. Yeah, some it's not going to work well. Some of those background characters look insane, and you're going to make them look like garbage. You know, just. 
you need to choose because like then you've got Edge of Tomorrow, Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise. Oh yeah, yes, isn't it an anime adaptation? Yeah, yeah. And that one I thought was pretty good. I like that a lot. That was really good. Yeah, I feel like like game. I feel like instead of it being anime to the live action movies, it should be games to anime because they've been. At least Netflix has been doing some really good yes. ones. Cyberpunk yeah. Edge Runners. Yeah. Castlevania is great. Um they have like a whole bunch of Witcher things. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Those they they totally know their field there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But oh, anime is a tough one, man. It's it's a great influencer. But if you need to adapt oh, and anime. Arcane was an amazing one. Yes. Yeah, Arcane. Mm-hmm. If you need to adapt an anime, man, like really think if you have the budget to back that up, because that's going to be a lot of art, a lot of yeah. special effects, you know. Well, a lot of those ones, too, like like you said, you know, they are a lot of, you know, there's a lot of things that happen in anime that you just can't do in live action, right? Like it just wouldn't work, you know, unless you're something yeah. like we talked about earlier, RRR, like which seems to kind of get what made anime so special, even though it's not an anime, but it, it has the same kind of vibe, right? Like there are things right. that just blow your mind, but us as Americans, we don't understand that. And we try to tame it down or make it make sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, again, don't you mentioned things like, idiots. you mentioned things like Scott Pilgrim and the Matrix and stuff who, who their worlds give them the Influence. permission to be able to be that yes. insane. Um, but like, I don't understand why they're just not, like, I, I know it sounds, sounds weird, but like, why aren't they adapting like the more like, I guess you can't really do dramas, right? Like, because yeah, like, you know, we've been watching this anime. Uh, yeah, we watched uh, what was it? A, a Silent Voice, yes, which is that's more incredible. Like a drama. Yeah, we're incredible, and like it's stunning. It's it's beautiful. The story's amazing. It's not action. It's just like this beautiful story. And yeah. um, but again, you know, I feel like Hollywood is scared of that kind of stuff because they can do that, right? Like you can do a simple story like that, but those ones don't make money. So you're gonna try to get the the big, big bombastic, yeah, yeah, bombastic. Yeah. I think we just give the Daniels uh, Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> you, you know. We get them Dragon Ball Z, we get the guy RRR, we'll get him Tom Cruise and maybe like, you know, Full Metal yeah, Alchemist or something. <laughs> so, Tom Cruise sh- as Mr. Aizawa. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, I will show you RRR. We will watch it. It is long though. It's like three hours, three and a half hours or something. But yeah. subtitles. We're, we're gonna go watch a three-hour-long movie on Friday. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, no, that, that's awesome. But um, so we'll see what happens with this My Hero Academia um, live-action um, version. Um, for those of you listening, please let us know what you think. Um, I love to hear from you guys and give us your thoughts on these live-action animes of anime. Um, so, guys, I think we've hit the end of our show. Um, so. I like to wrap up, but first I want to ask you guys, what are you guys playing? What are you guys watching? What are you guys reading? What are you guys doing right now that you guys would like to recommend people check out? Maybe, you know, something that you're very much into right now. Um, what, what do you guys recommend? Are you guys doing anything right now? Uh, as soon as I'm done grading, I am going to go pick up Callisto Protocol. Um, oh, okay. Because I have been dying to play that. And it looks incredible. And I'm going to play with all the lights on and the sound really low because I'm a big wuss. <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, what about you, Nick? Uh, yeah, recently Yam's been running through. Yam is my partner. Uh, Yam's yeah. been running through uh, Hades again in anticipation okay. of Hades two, mm-hmm. which is going to be my number one of the year next year. I think. I'm so excited. Um, yeah. Aside from that, uh, I'm 
trying to watch through the Midnight Club by uh, Mike Flanagan. Okay. Yeah. Series. Yeah. I'll always say Mike Flanagan, man. Nothing he's made has been bad. You know, he's, he's doing it on Amazon one. now. Yeah, he's doing Dark yeah. Tower on Amazon, mm-hmm. and anything he makes, man, I recommend. Uh, Midnight Mass is my big one. I think you gotta watch. I've been wanting to check that out. Um, cool. Yeah. Awesome. What about you, Eli? Anything you're watching, reading? Uh, I am currently watching the first season of Chainsaw Man, the new season of My Hero, and soon I'll be playing the new the Spider-Man game again. Yes, you will. This kid's getting his grades up so he can get his games back. Yeah. <laughs> there awesome. you go. Good job. Um, so I'm actually, I've, I started playing this game that's been out forever. It came out originally for the PS2. It's an HD remake. I've never played it in my life, but I've heard so much great things about it. And it was on sale on the Nintendo eShop for $10. So I picked up Okami HD. Um, oh, nice. Which uh i've heard so much about i've seen about it but i'm finally playing it and this game is gorgeous this game is beautiful um it's just the story is so much fun it's it's just you know the only thing you need now is a stylus i do need a stylus so i can draw for the painting but uh oh that's cool it's an incredible game i'm loving it um the art's just oh it looks like it's like one it's like a moving like japanese painting like it's just it's yeah absolutely gorgeous um so i've been playing that so i'm excited for that uh go check out avatar next week um the last of us i know elijah i do need to play <laughs> finish the last of us before the tv show comes you out. have about I, a month and a half right like i do i do i do but the yeah. thing is it's a it's a battle for the tv sometimes right so my wife oh, yeah. uh cassie yeah. my wife she likes to watch christmas movies or whatever and she's playing her switch so the switch is just kind of the easier kind of thing to do than the playstation 5 yeah um so uh, I but i conquer. will finish the last of us before the show comes out um what else is there oh yeah guys uh we really 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 need to support this james cameron guy so um let's go <laughs> him some money i know he's he's hurting so let's uh he needs to go down to the titanic again and are there numbers back on this uh this week's box office yet? yes or- uh i think it was at 145 Ooh. i think for the week. okay <laughs> um <laughs> I thought but, um, that I th- I was hearing upwards of 500 this weekend. Well, like, that's total uh, for speculation, I mean, the, right? Domestically, or um, uh, you know, around the world, it's actually made I think 480 something. So it's up there. Okay. Um, okay. Interna- okay. Or internationally, it made that much. Domestically, it's ma- it did a 145 uh, opening. 145. So that's like what, like the fourth biggest opening this year? <laughs> Dang. Yeah. All right, guys, gotta get out there support old Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> support him, man. I mean, this get guy's struggling. I mean. You know, but it's also crazy. I mean, the first Avatar opened to like 70 million, right? So like it wasn't like a huge hit right away. It it took a while to really get its footing. And and there was this huge snowstorm happening when that movie opened too. So <laughs> there's a lot of markets that weren't able to show it. So um, uh, we'll see though. We'll see what happens. We'll see if James Cameron will have the top three movies of all time. Um, top, yeah, top three movies of all time. He might who knows where Endgame's going to land in the future i mean we i don't i don't know um we'll see so head to your local cineplex and sit down for a three-hour uh immersion into pandora um but that's our show everybody thank you so much for joining us thank you so much for listening um nick 
it was so much fun chatting with you, man. Thank you so yes, much for dude. coming on. Um, yeah, we'd love great. to have you on again. So, yes, please. Um, we will definitely be uh, be in contact and have you on in the future. Um, Christian, thank you, man. As usual, it's always a blast. Had a lot of fun. Uh, this is our last show uh, before Christmas. So um, if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. Uh, otherwise, happy holidays um, and all that fun stuff. Uh, stay out of trouble. Um, don't get you know be safe be unless safe out there playing GTA. unless you're playing gta and of course my son eli here um, <laughs> thank you for joining us again um but i will see you right after the show's over so it's fine um but um nah, i'm not it yeah <laughs> um so yeah be safe out there take care of yourselves and each other um and as usual you can find me on tiktok instagram facebook um twitter uh kevin underscore hoskinson christian uh they can find you on the Twitters, the Instagrams, the Facebook, um, TikTok, uh, all that fun all stuff. Them, TikTok, yeah. anything. Uh, Nick, Nickish, do you have you know you know do people find you anywhere? Do you want to? Post uh, they anything? can't. They can't find me. They can try. They have. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know you what, know? guys, try to find yeah. them if you can. Um, if you find them, there's no prize. But yeah, they, they call still me get the to say new Carmen San Diego. So there we go. Yeah, right? uh, so, you know, support support your artists, fellas. That's all. Hey, artists. Hey. Support your artists and. As usual, guys, stay nerdy, America, and be safe out there. Bye.